Okay, everybody, welcome to the second installation of Track Nerds by Streamline Athletes. Today, we are going to be doing a very special episode. And if you're watching this in video format, you can probably see that we have a couple of guests joining us today who um, I will introduce shortly. But first, let me jump to the event that we're going to be taking care of today. Uh, in advance of the Tokyo 2020 or 2021 Olympics, we are going to be doing a track and field fantasy draft. And the rules for this are pretty simple. We're going to be drafting two-person teams, one male, one female, in a predetermined set of events. Uh, we're going to be using a snake draft format. So whoever picks first in a given round will be picking third in the next round. And the events that we're going to be covering this time around are the 100, 400, 800, 1500, 5000, 100 or 110 hurdles, the 400 hurdles, and the four by four on the track. And then when we move to the field events, we're gonna be taking a look at long jump, javelin, pole vault, and then the hep slash decathlon. We'll get to tallying the points after the Olympics occur, but they will be awarded as follows. 20 points for gold, 10 for a bronze, or sorry, 20 points for gold, 10 for a silver, five for a bronze, and then 25 bonus points available if a world record happens to be set in that event. Okay, with that done and taken care of, and before we move into the draft, it is my pleasure to introduce um, the competitors who I will be drafting against in today's event. Uh, first, we're joined by Chris Chavez, who's joining us from Sidious Mag. Chris is the founder of Sidious Mag and also writes for Sports Illustrated. Between the two publications, he's bringing engaging stories, keen analysis, and humor to the track and field content that he produces. You can find that in podcast form, blogs, newsletters, and video. So keep an eye out for all the amazing coverage that Chris and Sidious Mag will have throughout the Olympics in Tokyo. Hey, Chris, how is it going today? Thanks for joining us. Thanks. I'm looking forward to this. This should be fun and it'll keep me engaged, like just kind of knowing that there's something on the line, um, you know, with each event. So no, I'm super pumped to, to be involved. Where are you joining us from today? New York. So I'll be here uh, over the next couple of weeks. I'm not headed out to Tokyo. I'll be sticking around stateside during the Olympics. And uh, Kyle Merber and I will be teaming up to do our daily podcast again. Uh, so we'll be doing a daily show every day of the Olympics um, on the City of Smack podcast feed. So it'll be, I think we're calling it Torch Talk or Tokyo Talk, one of the two. I think it's going to be Torch Talk. Uh, with Chris and Kyle, and we're going to add Dana Giordano into the mix as well. So uh, two, one current professional runner, one former professional runner, and then just someone who has uh, covered and nerded out on the sport for almost a decade now. Amazing. And next we are joined by Devin Weave. Uh, Devin is actually our community engagement coordinator here at Streamline Athletes. She's one of our newest employees and also one of our most enthusiastic She's also done a lot of prep for today's fantasy draft. So I think that I'm in uh, pretty hot water here up against both Devin and Chris, but I'll do my best. Devin is the 2014 NAIA 800 meter champ. She's an academic all Canadian and a nine time all American. She's still competing at an elite level in the sport of track and field and is an ambassador for Brooks running. Welcome Devin. Thanks for joining us today. How are you? Thank you. I'm, uh, I'm very excited. And we were kind of joking about this before. I'm actually the reigning uh, Bachelor Fantasy League champion amongst my friends. So this is not my first rodeo. I'm uh, feeling pretty excited. This was a blast to, to kind of go through. And for the Olympics, I was already looking forward to, to taking part, watching, and now listening to uh, Torch Talk as well, of course. But uh, yeah, it's definitely fun to take a look at some of the events that I'm not experienced in as an athlete. So I've uh, really enjoyed taking a look at this. I think we'll have a lot to talk about, especially with, uh, I'm really curious how you guys went about making your picks, like world rankings. I feel like we could have a lot of side conversations, but I'm uh, excited to, to get started. As, as am I. And yeah, I guess uh, Torch Talk or Tokyo Talk, Chris, whatever you decide to call it is going to be uh, our official outlet to tell us how wrong our picks are. <laughs> as uh, as the Olympics happen. So that'll be a lot of fun. Um, last up, and uh, certainly least in this particular competition, is me. I'm Brett Montrose. I'm the founder and co-CEO here at Streamline Athletes. 
Uh, we are a free-to-use platform that supports high school athletes in their journey to collegiate track and field and cross country. So if you're looking for an opportunity to compete at the collegiate level and, and continue with your education and this amazing sport that, that you've been competing in, give us a shout. You can get, uh, get in touch with us on social media at Streamline Athletes or streamlineathletes.com. Okay. Um, we were chatting a little bit before the call started, and uh, this is what we'll touch on now. It's just uh, a little uh, perhaps friendly wager that we could put on the line for the competition. Um, details aren't quite, quite ironed out, um, but uh, I think we're thinking some sort of social media wager. Uh, Chris and Devin, what do you think about that? I'm in. Sounds good. Okay. So and what exactly the details look like will be determined, but uh, there's going to be some sort of uh, public walk of shame or announcement of victory happening on social media, either on probably streamlined athletes, social media accounts, or, uh, or by Asidious Meg. So stay posted after the Olympic Games as we tally up the scores from today's draft and uh, keep your eyes peeled on social media um, uh, to see what we get up to in terms of uh, settling our wager from today's event. With that, are we ready to get rolling into the draft? Yeah. Okay. So the first round here is going to be the 100 meter event. This is one of the marquee events at every Olympics. Um, and this one's, this one's a really interesting one this year. We've got, um, we've got some big names missing from the last time the Olympics are around. And we've got some, um, some different rules that mean that a couple of the top athletes uh, from, from the last couple of years won't be able to compete. So with that, let's get into the, the 100 meter event. We're going to get started with our, our guest from Sidious today, Chris, and then we're going to go Devin to me. And then as a snake draft, just so everyone knows how this is working, I'll pick twice in a row. Then we'll go back to Devin and Chris for the last pick. Again, this is up to our strategy. We each need to pick one man and one, one woman, but it doesn't matter which order we make those picks in. Uh, Chris, take it away. Yeah, so at first, like, I was thinking, all right, so like, who's the fastest person on the year? And, like, of course, like, Trayvon Bramell, 977 is like the, the fastest time in the world. But I was like, all right, well, I'm not as sold on him being a lock for gold here as much as I think I'm going to Shelly Ann Frazier Price with the first overall pick, um, which would have been a tougher you know, decision to make if Sha'Carri Richardson was uh, racing. But unfortunately, she's missing the Tokyo Olympics. And I think that clears a little bit more room for her to possibly take the uh she's the second fastest woman of all time 10 6 3 this year i'm i'm going shelly ann and i feel good about it Devin. okay over to me i'm gonna keep team jamaica going here i'm gonna go with elaine thompson great selection she's the defending olympic champ if i'm if i'm not mistaken and she's recently run really fast and you guys have just both taken my my first two picks so that's fantastic um i'll take i'll take trayvon all right and then with my next pick here i am Ooh, i might even go off the board one name that i didn't write down nope you know what i'm gonna pick her just because She's one of my favorite athletes to watch. So I'm going to go with Dina Asher Smith here. I think that she's a competitor who really shows up on the world stage. So yeah, I'll take Dina for, um, for my next pick. And we are back to Devin. So poor, poor Trayvon. He had to wait a little while, but I will, I'll take him now. I'm going to go one second just to clarify. So I had two picks in a row. I took Trayvon and Dina oh, back you to back. Trayvon. Okay, I'm actually yeah. going to take, um, <laughs> I'm going to go with Akeni Simbini. And yes, I did look up how to say his name. He's run super well. Yeah. Um, I'm going to, I like the way he's been running recently. I'm going to go Mm, I'm so tempted to take the Canadian from you guys with Andre de Grasse, but I am going to go with, I'm going to stick to Team USA here. I'm going to go Ronnie Baker, um, especially after getting a little bit of a diamond leap. But I do like the way Andre de Grasse has been running recently. Yeah, Andre does a really good job of um, peaking for 
the, the events that he needs to. And especially with the Canadian system, it's not as competitive to qualify out of trials. So uh, the, the peak before the Olympic Games usually isn't as aggressive. Well done. That wraps up the 100-meter event. Uh, Chris has both Shelly Ann Fraser-Price and Ronnie Baker. I think that's a fantastic team to go in with. Devin comes away with uh, Simbine and Elaine Thompson, Hera. And then I have Trayvon Bromel and Dean Asher-Smith. Moving on to the 400 meter, our order changes. So Devin, you're going to be our first and sixth pick here in the 400 meter event. Oh, I think this is going to be an event to watch for sure. Uh, especially on the women's side, I got to take Shawnee Miller-Webo. Fantastic pick. And that's going to be really interesting too, because I think recently she decided she's going to double in the 200, 400. Um, with my pick, I'm going to take the world record holder who I think is getting back to fitness uh, and probably my, one of my favorite athletes, if not my favorite athlete to watch um, is Wade Van Niekerk. Ooh. An interesting okay. choice. Yeah. Cause you're banking on him making a full sort of recovery at the perfect time. I'm going to go. I'm going to go Michael Norman on this one. I think he did. He was injured and made the semis in 2019 in Doha, uh, but he's coming around at the right time. He's done well at the diamond leagues. And so even though he's the second fastest American on the year, 4407, I like Norman and I like the way he runs the round. So I'm going to go Michael Norman on this one. And on the women's side, I guess, cause I've got back to back picks here. Uh, it, it is such an interesting event because so many of the fastest women on the year aren't choosing to run the 400. So I might go, I could go Quinera Hayes who won the U S Olympic trials. So I'm going to, I'm going to go with her 49.78 to win in Eugene a couple weeks ago. So I, I like us making the podium on this one. Nice picks. Uh, here's an athlete that I'm not super familiar with. Did a little bit of research here. So on the women's side, I'm going to take uh, the Jamaican Stephanie Ann McPherson. 49-61, season's best, fifth fastest on the year. Okay, back to me. Gotta say, aside from Michael Norman watching that American 400 final at trials, I didn't think anyone else looked quite as strong as him. So I'm going to go with another athlete from the Bahamas. I'm going to take Steven Gardner. That is a, that is a fantastic pick, Devin. Um, I was trying to rank those three, uh, Wade, Norman, and Gardner in my mind, because those, those three are really the top on the men's side. And I think all three could, all three could win it, if not a, a couple of others in that event. But um, yeah, I think Gardner is a fantastic choice. Okay, rolling on to the 800, which is complete chaos with, especially with who qualified or didn't qualify out of the uh, American trials. Um, geez. This is one that I did some prep for, but I could really pick anyone on this list. And with the rounds in the 800, you never know what's going to happen. And sometimes, PRs don't matter as much if it's a really tactical event. Um, I am for the sheer excitement of it. And uh, because I'm fingers crossed, another pick of mine holds on. On the men's side, I'm going to go women's pick and I'm going to take a thing, Mo. You acted like that was a, a tough decision. <laughs> It, it actually was. She's I'm gonna like, take a chance on her. I think you can be pretty I, confident. I will. I didn't. I didn't pick her in the American trials um, because I picked Alge Wilson. So, yeah. yeah. It's like the head scratcher there is like, can she run through rounds? And we keep forgetting she's done it at the NCAA championships. She's done right. it at uh, at the U.S. championships and the U.S. trials. So, like, my level of concern with her has just kind of gone out the window at this point. And so, no, it, that, that was going to be my pick. And I was hoping that you let that one slip. Um, <laughs> but I think I'm going to go, man, the men's side is a little bit wide open because there's no David Radisha this year. The women's side is so stacked. I'm going to go with 
the Ethiopian Workua Gitachu, who ran 156 back in June on June 8th, uh, really came out of nowhere. First like race, I think, outside of Ethiopia and, and not at altitude. And so uh, I'm going with her just because it's a really fast time. The concern is there that like, can she handle the rounds? But it, it's, yeah, I might bite myself for not picking an American here, but I, I'm going to go with, with the Ethiopian. Okay, I think that means I'm going to move to the men's side, which I was kind of hoping you guys were going to pick men first, not going to lie, because I was going to sneak Marco Aroff in as, my, as a Canadian rep. I think he's got a great shot of getting on the podium. But I think I'm going to go with Nigel Amos for my men's pick. He's the fastest time in the world, 142.91. I mean, I, really good. I, yeah, I feel like I'm curious who you guys are going to pick to round out the men because there's definitely been like there's been some pretty impressive but inconsistent performances. Yeah, and Devin, and you get back back to back picks back here. Back to back. I'm going to go with Rosemary, the Cuban athlete. She has been running super strong and the women's eight, it is, uh, it's going to be one of my favorite events to watch for sure. Not just because the 800 is uh, my own event, but I just think there's so much talent and it's, yeah, it's also obviously with Caster Semenya not being present this year, it's going to look a lot different than what we've, we've seen at the Olympic level in the past. So the pick comes to me next. And like you said, like it's so inconsistent sort of on the on the men's side where people run in really fast in one-off races that you just don't know what to make of it when rounds get involved. Like Clayton Murphy was super strong and like it was it was it came as a little bit of a surprise to to people that he put together like a 143 after I think not even having run faster than 145 the entire negative split too. Yeah, it was a crazy race. And I think but I'm not, I'm going to hold off on picking him here. I think I'm going to go with Emmanuel career running 143.04. He's been through rounds before for Kenya. They, I mean, like they want to hold on to the gold medal here and, and keep the streak alive. So I'm going to go Emmanuel career. Okay. I'll round out the hundred meter. Great, great picks all around there. I'll, I'll round it out with, I am going to take Marco Arop and I'm not just stealing that from you, Devin. I did. I, I want him on there. I'm, I'm glad you took him. I had him listed as my number one pick on the men's side, who I was also hoping uh, would slip a little bit here. Um, he's he's running so well, 143.26. I think that's the fastest 800 we've seen from a Canadian in quite a while. So um, if not he's ever, has, has anyone ever ran that fast? No, he's only six hundredths off McBride's record. Okay, okay. So he's getting close and uh, rides coming back yeah. though too. So you, you never know. We've got it's it's 800 men's is one of our best events. All right. A Rob's locked in and we'll uh, slide up in distance to the men's and women's 1500 meters events. And uh, Chris, back to you to lead this round off. Okay. Up until a couple of days ago, there was so much uncertainty whether or not Timothy Chariot was going to be uh, at the Olympics. But now that he is, I. You know, I think he's the favorite. He beat a stacked field in Monaco. Um, and so, yeah, to come away with a personal best, seventh fastest time ever in history, 328.28, and the reigning world champion, I think he's got it. I'm going Timothy Chariot. Yeah, what a wild selection that has been. <laughs> Well, I am also going to make a pick from Team Kenya on the women's side. I'm going with Faith Kipyegon. Let me just cross those names off of my <laughs> list here and see what I'm left with. Um, geez, the men's side of this 1500 is so, so challenging to choose on. Um, and on the women's side, there's other factors that make it very confusing as well. Um, I want to get my men's pick out of the way first, uh, just because this kid is one of my favorite athletes to watch. And I'm going to be making a lot of picks that way where I'm picking people I 
love to cheer for. And in this case, it's going to be uh, Jakob Ingebrigtsen from Norway. Um, he's such a gamer. He shows up, competes so hard. We know he can run the rounds and he's only getting faster. So um, yeah, I'll take Jakob on the men's side. On like the way. Sorry. I like that pick a lot. And I was hoping someone, someone would take him. <laughs> yeah. And then on the, on the women's side, this is where I am being very torn. Um, uh, I don't want to give away my thinking pattern here. And this might be the first one that I need to do a quick. Clock's ticking, Brett. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I find it's ridiculous not to pick this person whenever she's competing in an event because she wins. Um, but I'm torn on this pick because of the fact that she's entered in three different events. Uh, but I will take uh, Safan Hassan just because if I did not, and then she did show up in the 1500 meter, I would be slapping myself. Uh, so we'll, we'll see what happens here, but she is registered and hasn't made a, a decision on what she's going to be competing in. Also, also qualified in the 5,000 and 10,000 meter events. So um, we'll see how this goes, but yeah, I'll take uh, Jakob and uh, Safan. I was debating trying to slide into her DMs and be like, hey, I got a lot on the line here. Can you maybe give me a little insight? I'm not a reporter. I'm just, I'm just harmless. Because Brett, I totally, I, I feel your decision pain there. Because yeah, if she shows up and you didn't put her in, then that's going to be, we'll all, we'll all know when she toes the line, what's, what's yeah. going uh, I'm actually going to take uh, the Polish athlete. Used to be an 800 runner. Now has been really focused on the 15. That's um, Martin Lewandowski. Uh, I don't think you can really go wrong with any of the, the picks here that you guys have already made. It's going to be no one picks Centrowitz, defending champion. I hope he doesn't see this video. He's going to be upset. <laughs> I thought about it and then he got beat at the I picked him to win the U.S. trials, like, yeah. it, and uh, I thought he had it with 200 meters to go, and then Cole Hawker was just something super special, and he's someone who I guess, like, could surprise us, too, but he's so young that, and never been at, a, like, a World or Olympics, so that's why I kind of held off on, on picking him. Uh, for my final pick in this round, on the women's side, I think I, I just have always liked how gutsy Laura Muir races where just like, no matter what the pace is or she's going to go with it. And so, especially um, I think what she just ran at Monaco was impressive to me. And so she's run three fifty five on the year. I'm going to go Laura Muir and hopefully, you know, I guess has medaled indoors still seeking like an outdoor uh, global championship medal. And so maybe this is the one well, I saw she made the decision to scratch the eight. So I think that should give you a little extra confidence that she is going for that, that podium in the 15. Definitely. Yeah, written down here, I had um, on the women's side, Laura was the name that I was debating between her and uh, Safan just because, yeah, she's such a gutsy racer as well. And she knows how to run at those championship meets. And then we did talk about Hawker and Centro as well, but the other name that I had on the men's side that, that didn't get selected here in the 1500 meters and I think could um, have a great Olympic um, is Josh Kerr. So I just wanted to mention his name as well. I think he'll be really exciting to watch there. Up in distance again, we go to the 5,000 meters event and Devin, you get to get this one rolling. Well, this might be the equalizer for you and me Brad, because I'm going with Siphon in the 5,000. Okay. Think, I don't need to say too much to justify that. 1435 <laughs> is her season's best. I mean, it's, it's fast. I mean, what did she run through 5K in her 10K in? That's. Yeah, it was something like that, too. Yeah, that's what I'm really, because yes, I did debate a few other athletes, um, but thinking, yeah, what she's run through her 5K and a 10 and her 15 meter, 1500 speed. It's as long as all I need her to do is start. <laughs> My, oh no, Brett's next. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm just trying to think if I should go women's or men's pick here first. Um, I am going to 
I'll stick on the women's side, and I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing this name correctly, but I'm going to go with uh, Gudolf Sige. I think that's how it's pronounced. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's all I'll say about that pick because I don't know too much about this. Yeah, one. <laughs> I mean, she was on a roll during the indoor season and just like set world records, kept it carrying through the outdoor season. And 14:13 is the fastest time in the world. But and then like she's got two other Ethiopians right on her heels because they went 14:13, 14:14, and 14:15 for the trials. Like that is unreal. And so. Ah, it's fast. It's 10 seconds faster than, than anyone from any other country. So I'm going to have to go with Tay, the second fastest woman. She's Edgaju, or I can't pronounce the first name. but Edgaye? Yeah. I'll go with that, Tay. 14-14 on the year. That's really fast. And so if I didn't get uh, Sagai, then I'm going to go with, uh, with Tay on, so on. We're leaving Helen O'Beary off here. None of us are taking her. I thought about it, but then like I see the I just see the time difference, 1426 on the year versus 1414. I'm like, that's you know 12 yeah. seconds. Yeah. And then for my second pick, I guess I go on the men's side. It it, it I'm tempted to go with Jacob Ingebrigtsen on this one, but the world record holder hasn't looked entirely like himself this year. And I think maybe it's because he'll time it for the Olympics. Joshua Chepta guy is going to be my pick. I think 12.54 is his fastest time on the year, but what we saw last year was super special. And so I'm going to go, I'm going to go Chepta guy for, for my men's pick. Great pick. I am again, torn. Um, but just to make things exciting and to uh, to wave my Canadian flag here, I'm going to make a, a Canadian pick. So I will take Mo Ahmed with, with this one here from Canada. I like that one. He's one of my favorite athletes too. Yeah. If you hadn't snagged Mo, I was going to, I was going to grab him. So that really leaves my, this is a tricky one. Another, Mohammed that's looked quite good this season is um, Mohammed Katir, the Spanish runner. He's been breaking records everywhere he goes. But I think I am gonna take Jakob just so that I can get a little Engelbritson in my bracket as well. Smart, I like it. Everybody, everybody needs a little bit of Engelbritson in their picks. And There's moving, enough to go around for everyone, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And being left off of the 5,000 meters, just a special shout out to uh, uh, someone I had on my list, list, Justin Knight. Awesome guy. Also a Streamline Athletes ambassador. So I'm sad to not to see him not selected, but um, Justin, we're, we're cheering for you anyway. Okay. Moving into the 100 and or 110 hurdles, depending if we're on the women's or the men's side. Um, I have the first pick. So... Um, I, I don't know if this guy's even beatable, uh, but I'm going to go with the former Florida Gator. He looks completely dominant right now. He sprints the 110 hurdles in split shorts. I don't think his torso or his head move as he goes over the hurdles, and he's only getting faster. So I will take uh, Grant Holloway with my pick here in the 110 hurdles. And this is one where you could get the world record bonus too. So I'm a little scared as to like how smart that pick was. Um, Cause he was only 0.01 off at the, at the trials. So it could happen, I think. Um, so that leaves me with Omar McLeod is the second fastest guy in the year, but he's not even at the Olympics because the Jamaican uh, Federation wouldn't select him. Uh, so I might go on the women's side because I feel Jasmine Camacho Quinn has won, I think, practically every race that she's been in this year. And Kenny Harrison is the world record holder and has kind of been holding back a little bit. But Camacho Quinn has been next level so far. I'm going to go Jasmine Camacho Quinn at least because I, I feel like it gets me on the, on the podium here. I will take Kenny Harrison. 
as my my women's pick. She has looked strong and the 100, 100 meter hurdles where I found one of the most challenging picks to make here, especially when I, I went and looked at the ranking and the number one athlete in the world, I think according to the IAAF rankings is actually Danielle Williams. And she's not even on the leaderboard for this season. So this was a place where I actually really saw some of the flaws that uh, COVID has really uh, accentuated in the, in the ranking system, because I think her top five races were all from 2019. And in an event like hundred hurdles where hundredth of a second can make a difference, having times that are super fast from two seasons ago, I don't know if that's enough to, to get you picked. So it was, it was a tricky one. And then just because it's uh, his home Olympics, I think this athlete has been running really well. He's not really up in the rankings, but he is Japanese. I'm going to pick Shinsiki Ishimir as my, as my men's pick. 13.06, yeah, national record back in late June. I, his name stood out to me too. I was like, whoa. I was like, that's pretty quick. Um, and to do it in front of a, in his home stadium, because there isn't really much of a crowd, that should be... Oh. Yeah. um special i am gonna go because i guess i gotta take someone on the men's side you just can't discount the u.s guys when when uh, in an event like this so i'm gonna go so we'll go i'm gonna go to daniel roberts over Devin allen even though like it's it's a kind of a toss-up between the two americans there i'm gonna uh, i just kind of like the way daniel roberts runs rounds better than Devin allen even though he finished ahead of him at the trials, but Daniel Roberts sticks out to me for some reason. Right now. Okay, good picks. And uh, this is this is one event where the women I had written down are now gone with both uh, Chris and Devin's pick and Jasmine <laughs> and Kenny and leaves me without a name. Put down so this is this is now being me caught underprepared but I'm going to take um the athlete who finished second at the U.S. trials in, and that's uh Christina Clemens the Dorito sponsorship now sorry she's got the Dorito sponsorship after she wore like the uh the earrings of the, the Doritos Doritos bag. oh yeah that was her yeah 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 between that and uh, actually our Canadian race walker just announced a partnership with Kraft Dinner. Like the, my eyes are really being open to what is possible for track and field athletes. <laughs> the food sponsorships, we need more of them. Oh, the 400 hurdles, what an event. This is, uh, this is a, these are some big picks and there's a, uh, I don't think I'm giving anything away here if we say that this is another event where there's some world record potential, uh, which puts Chris into a pretty interesting spot to be making the first pick here. Oh, it's a great spot for me because I get to choose if I'm going to go with the world record holder on the men's side or the world record holder on the women's side. And uh, the, the, the crazy part is they're both really hotly contested. Like, And I think it's something where Rye Benjamin could even you know, make a jump and possibly break the world record as well or you know Dalila Muhammad taking it back from Sydney McLaughlin but the way Sydney McLaughlin looked to me at the U.S. Olympic trials is and just kind of I think the gap that she's put on everyone else I'm going to take Sydney McLaughlin 5190 because then after that like the next fastest time is 5237 people are running fast in that event but she's the only one to ever get under 52 so I'm going to go Sadie McLaughlin. Brad, I'm actually kind of envious of your position here. I feel like strategically your picks orders. Now I got to. Yeah, I guess the thing about my picks being third and fourth in this round means that I don't have to choose between who I take first, men's or women's. I'm just going to take, take something. But you need to make a pick. I'm going to go with the. With Karsten Warholm, the men's world record holder. I, I do agree, though. It's This is definitely, I think this will be the event maybe that uh, if you're not a track and field fan, this could uh, bring people into the fold after the Olympics watching this 400 hurdle showdown. 
Yeah. So Chris and Devin get on the board with two of my, like another two of my favorite athletes to watch Sydney McLaughlin and, and Carson Varholm. Um, his 400 hurdles are amazing. Um, and I do tend to cheer for him on the international stage. However, uh, if there's anybody else on the men's side who, who could be there competing, Chris already mentioned his name. I'm going to take Rye Benjamin here, uh, former USC Trojan who, I mean, he's gone head to head in such close races with Carson and they bring the best out of each other. And I think that world record could be uh, either one of theirs. And, and in fact, they could probably trade it back and forth over the next few years. So uh, I'll take Rye Benjamin on the men's side. And then on the women's side, this is a really interesting one here because um, we have uh, the former world record holder still available who I could pick. Um, but who hasn't ran her fastest yet this season and isn't as youthful as some of the other athletes who've been competing at a really high level. Um, but I think that she is a gamer who can run through rounds and who needs to be running her fastest and best if Sydney McLaughlin's going to break her own world record again or be pushed to her, her best as well. So I'll, um, I'll take Delilah Muhammad here. Yeah, you got you were in a great spot, I think, being able to pick just like the second best in both events, but the, both of those second best have the potential to break the world record as well. <laughs> so it goes to, oh, it's back to. Back to Devin. Yeah. I'm going with Femka. I think she hasn't had a, a true challenger in her races yet. And I think she's gonna be one to watch for sure. I'm so torn on where I want to take this final pick because I have to pick it. It was either Warholm or Bry Benjamin for me on the men's side. And then after that, we've got Alison DeSantos from Brazil and Kyron McMaster of, I think like it's the British Virgin Islands. Uh, I think I'm going to go McMaster just because I think he's done well at world championships. He was fourth in 2019. So that gives me the confidence that I think like, you know, getting through rounds, again, is a big concern when it comes to uh, global championship. And so based, even though like his time is a little bit slower than DeSantos, I'm going McMaster on this one. Okay, that, that 400 hurdles roster looks incredible. Uh, <laughs> now we move over to where we're just gonna be picking the national team in the four by 400 meters event. And here, uh, just just make sure you specify if you're picking the uh, the women's or the men's team, because unfortunately, otherwise they're going to have the same name, and we won't know. <laughs> I am going to take the U.S. men's team. I think you look at the world rankings, you look at the fastest times of the year, and you're just seeing American flag after American flag. So, gonna gonna lock them in as my first choice. Oh, great uh, choice! Yeah. And then, okay, I get to go next here. And then Chris, you get the back-to-backs, which also might, might be advantageous in this event. Um, I'm not even looking at the rosters for these events. And I don't think I'm going to pick the team that I wrote down. And I will start on the men's side, just because they have uh, Steven Gardner and did really well um, at the World Championships last time around. Um, I don't think you really want to mess with the men's Bahamas team. So I'm going to take the Bahamas on the men's side for the four by 400. I like that. They are, they love it. I mean, especially because they typically, I guess, like have hosted the world relays, relays mean a lot to the people in the Bahamas. And so, yeah, I, I guess that does leave the women's team USA on the four by four side. So I'll snag that team USA on the women's four by four for that first pick. Um, even though Poland is, is really good. Um, I think the USA will get it together. I think for the, the Olympics uh, on the men's side, I wish I could just, you know, choose North Carolina A&T because they've got the fastest time on the year. <laughs> the only school that is broken. Uh, the only group that is broken three minutes for the four by four. Um, but I can't do that. Cause they, I guess like they're, they were, uh, mixed. Uh, so I might have to go here with Germany, um, on the four by four. I see it. They're the next 
I guess India is around 301, if that's right. And then Germany is right after that 301 as well. So I'm going to go Germany instead of Poland. I was just leaning. I think Germany's got, I think, more of a, you know, kind of reputation on the international global stage when it comes to relays. Okay, so just to clarify where we're at, Devin's taken the American men's team. I've taken the Bahamian men's team. And then Chris with back-to-back picks scoops up the American women and the German men's team in the four by four. And we are back to me for my pick on the women's side. Um, I'm going to be a homer again and just take the Canadian women here. I do think that they will be in the final and I do think that anything can happen in a relay. And I know that uh, with some good exchanges and some strong running from our Canadian women, it's totally possible. So I'm taking them to medal at the Olympics. That leaves me to debate between Poland and Jamaica for the women's four by four. Can it really be an Olympic sprint relay if none of us have taken Jamaica Jamaica on the men's or women's side? I think more so on the four by one, but four by four just throw the whole mix. Yeah, it really does. Oh man, Ooh, struggling. I'm gonna be watching this. I'm, I'm gonna go with Jamaica. Lock it in. Locked. All right, moving on to the field. We are moving on to the field. Uh, the snake is tough. One and six is, is almost worse than picking picking three and four, um, long jump. And I will admit right now, as we move into the field events, I want to know more about what's going on in the field events. I love watching the field events, but it just doesn't get as much attention as the track events. So I love that I've been forced to learn a little bit more about it through this exercise. Um, I'm going to start with, um, a pick on the men's side here. And I will go uh, with the Jamaican, uh, Tajay Gale. Eight twenty nine, eight eight point two nine meters on the year. That's a solid one. I am gonna go with uh, Javon Harrison. Like I think I just have to. I mean, he's such a stud with the in the high jump and in the uh, in the long jump. Where yeah, eight four seven. That's far and the best in, uh, on the year. I think so. Yeah, I think simple enough. I'm going Javon Harrison, who probably I think is my pick to also win like the Bowerman Award. I was about to ask that question. Would you pick him for the Bowerman as well? That yeah. long jump, high jump double is so, so impressive. Mm-hmm. Okay, that leaves me. I'm going to go with uh, the women's side. I'm going to take the German athlete, Malika Mahambo. Again, the, the long jump as an event that I personally have no experience in. I'm very impressed by, it's funny, I don't know about you guys, but I found myself being more optimistic in events that I don't personally do. Like just your, my grasp on like how far 10 centimeters really is. I was like, oh, maybe someone from down below will, uh, can, can just have a really good day. Like that's probably the same as thinking someone can run like three seconds faster in the 800. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel pretty confident with my uh, my German pick there. She's proven herself uh, many, many times. And on the men's side, I am going to go with the Cuban, uh, Juan Miguel Echeverria. Mm-hmm. I, uh, although, ooh, actually, have I locked it in? I didn't paste yet. <laughs> you get you get a last minute switch. Okay, I might I might have to do a last minute switch here. And the reason why I'm a little last minute is this man, he is the world lead, but he has not jumped as well. But I think I'm going to do a last minute switch to the Greek athlete. And that's, oh gosh, his name is a long one. Miletitis Tenogu. Anyone want to help me out there if that was? Yeah, I, your guess is just as good as mine, I think, on the pronunciation. <laughs> that's a long one. I'm, I'm going to go with him and I hope that he... He proves me right with that last minute switch. Okay. So, so far through 
the long jump, we've got some great picks on the board. Chris, you mentioned that right now the world lead is with uh, Javon Harrison, right? I think so. Yeah. Eight, yeah. Four, seven. And then, yeah. and then I've got a, uh, yeah, Tajay Gale, who's um, defending world champ from, uh, from 2019. So we're looking good so far. Uh, Chris, we're back to you. And that leaves you with a pick on the women's side. I'm going to have my, I guess, U.S. Allegiance show again. I'm going Brittany Reese, uh, who won the U.S. Olympic trial. She's been in this moment a bunch of times, um, especially World Champs, Olympics. I just, you know, and I think in Eugene, she said she was training through uh, the trials. And so if that was training, then I'm really excited to see what she could put together when she's actually, you know, trying to, to win. So I'm going Brittany Reese. All right, one more pick for me. And I'm going to keep it American on this one, too. Um, this athlete has been so much fun to watch. Um, recently just picked up a sponsor sponsorship with Champion. I think that was yesterday or the day before um, when we're recording this. And that's um, that's Tara Davis. So I'm going to I'm going to take her. She's just a blast to watch. I like that. Javelin, we get even uh, we get even more international here when we look at uh, the javelin event, don't we? Yeah, and this makes it interesting because I'm not entirely sure where I want to go with this, but I know Johannes Feder's name, and he's the world lead. I think uh, has been on. There's just a hot streak, so I'm going to go with him on the safe pick just because he's the <laughs> like head and shoulders above ever, anyone else this year. So I'm going Johannes better in the men's javelin. And I am going to take Christine Hussong on the, the women's. This was another one where there's been injuries, there's been some drama. So definitely another closely contested race or throw, I should say. Brett goes back to back here. Yeah, I do go back to back here. Huh. I'm trying to remember what my logic was when I wrote a lot of these notes down. Uh, I don't have a great explanation for this one either. Um, I know that she's been uh, a European champion in the past. And yes, I'm going to start on the women's side. I'm going to take someone whose name is Maria Andrzejczyk. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, and I believe that she's a Polish athlete. Um, I did my research early this morning and it seemed like a great idea at the time. I will leave my logic and reasoning there and I'll move to my men's pick. Um, here I'm going to take, I think it's pronounced um, Marcin. And that's Marcin Krakowski. Um, also, I think that's that's another Polish athlete, I think. So I think I just went Team Poland in, in the javelin. What do you know? <laughs> Better we get like a Polish flag or something while you're watching the Olympics, especially in the in the javelin. Yeah, so there we go. Eat some kielbasa while you watch that. Yeah. Okay. Um, Apologies if I'm mistaken and those people people aren't both for competing no, for I think Poland. You're right. But, yeah. Oh, you're okay. And, uh, the only reason I left the Polish girl off was she's had a, a shoulder injury, but maybe she'll pull it together in time for the Olympics. So I think you can't go wrong with Team Poland in the javelin. They, uh, they know what they're doing. But I'm going to pick uh, Kershaw Walcott as my male thrower. And I'll round out this one with, you know, picking Maggie Malone after – she set the national record back in late May, third so far on the year, 66.82. Um, so I think there's potential still to pop since even though that was like earlier on in the year, that means there's probably a big throw coming um, down it just at the actual Olympics. So I'm going Maggie Malone, Team USA. And I'm, uh, see what we've got, pole vault now. Yeah, we roll on to pole vault, yeah. Okay. Well, I hope he has a good day and we see another world record here. I'm going with uh, Armand Duplantis. 
Well, that's not a bad pick. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to stick on the men's side here. Um, this is, it reminds me of the, um, the 400 meter hurdles on both the men's and women's side where you've got um, Karsten and, and Ryan Benjamin, and then you've got uh, Sydney and, and Delilah. And then here you see these two guys going back and forth so often. And it seems often when Mondo hits those new incredible marks, it's because he's being pushed there by uh, the American Sam Kendricks. So I will take Kendricks in the pole vault on the men's side. So you're going Kendricks. Okay. Then I'll round out the men's possible podium. I'm going to Renaud Lavillani, um, just because I mean he's been in this moment before and he's and he's won gold. So um, it was interesting. I could have probably and I guess since I got back to back picks, this makes it a little bit easier for me. Then on the women's side, I'm gonna go Katie Najet. Uh, she's like as much as as much temptation as there is to pick, you know, someone who's like a silver medalist. 2016 like Sandy Morris or even uh Katarina Stefaniti who won five years ago Katie Najet's been on a roll 495 no one's beaten her I think this year so far um so I'm gonna go with her fantastic picks and again those middle picks are so much more comfortable um but I don't think I will put Devin into too uncomfortable of a position here picking last um, I'm going to pick an athlete who's uh, recovering from some injury, uh, but who's up there in the world rankings. And also I'm showing double bias here, both the streamline athletes ambassador and a Canadian national team member. So I'm going to take Alicia Newman in the, in the women's pole vault. Okay. I think I will scoop up Sandy Morris for my last pick here. She's coming around, I think, at the right time. Even though it's been like a slow summer, I think she could, she could, you know, clear a good one in in, in Tokyo. Lastly, we move on to the Maltese, the Hep deck. So we'll group those together, just like just like the other events. Um, and I get to pick first on this last one. Ah. I'm going to go with Damian Warner. <laughs> I just have to. <laughs> yeah, he finally got, I get, well, the national record. I mean, he's knocking on the door of 9,000 points. And it's like, I hope he gets it in, in, uh, in Tokyo. Um, oh, this is, yeah, it, it, it could be his big moment. It's Kevin Mayer not doing the Olympics? Do we know? There were a lot of athletes who I came across in this research who I was surprised to see not on their national team. Um, and I didn't come across his name this morning, I don't think. Uh, um, I just did a quick Google search and I see like I, there's an article in French, but I can't even read it. Um, it says Tokyo on it then. I'm going to go with him because he's the world record holder. Let me just do a quick translation from French to English on this article. <laughs> and let's see. Oh. Yeah, I guess like he's in it. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go yeah. Kevin Mayer. Kevin Mayer for gold uh, in the men's decathlon. Okay, I'm going to jump over to the women's side. I'm going to take Annie Kuntz. I think she had a pretty amazing showing at American Trials. So also just love how she just seems so, so happy. And I've been following her a little bit. I feel like she has a really good head on her shoulders going into the games. I was a little torn with Johnson Thomas though. I know she's been, she's been injured, but I believe she's been cleared uh, to compete. So that will be definitely an interesting showdown on the women's side, whether Johnson Thomas can get back into form without really any competitions. 
uh, and then just show up, roll up to the Olympics. It's very possible, um, but I am going to round out my, my final pick of the day here with, uh, I would love to see two Canadians on the podium in the deck. I'm going to take Chris LePage. Chris, your last pick of the day. Yeah, I was kind of curious on the, on the women's side, I was going to possibly go the American route again, just because the best, you know, points, the top points in the world are all coming out of the trials. So I might go, but at the same time, where is the world record holder here? Um, let's see. I think another world record holder, but the reigning world champ is, hmm. I guess I'll go Kendall Williams, just to be safe. Second best in the United States, second best in the world right now. So Kendall Williams is my pick on the women's side. Amazing. I uh, look like I'm gonna get away with my pick on the women's side. Devin, I thought you were giving too many hints to Chris there when you were when you were mentioning that that Katarina Johnson Thompson is healthy. I think she's going to be ready to rock in time for the Olympics. Um, these type of athletes are pretty incredible. I read that she's jumping really well, uh, so I will pick uh, the British athlete Katarina Johnson Thompson to round out the picks in the Maltese in the Hepa deck, and uh, that wraps up the draft today. Um, I am going to just run through the the picks here so we started off the day with the 100 meter picks chris chavez takes shelly ann fraser price with the first pick and with the sixth pick in that event scoops up ronnie baker devin grabs elaine thompson at two and sim bean at five and then myself with the third and fourth pick in the 100 meters event get trayvon brumel on the men's side with Dina Asher-Smith on the women's side. Moving into the 400, Devin grabs with the first and sixth picks uh, two Bohemian athletes, actually, and Sean A. Miller-Webo and Steven Gardner. I grab Wade Van Niekirk, the world record holder on the men's side, and the Jamaican Stephanie Ann McPherson on the women's side with Chris rounding out picks with the Americans, Michael Norman and Quinera Hayes, both the winners of the trials there. So great picks in the 400 In the 800. I grabbed a thing Mo and the Canadian Marco Arop. Chris takes, Oh man, this is where I set myself up for some serious pronunciation problems because I can't even read this whole column. Work. Um, Did I get that right at all? <laughs> And then uh, Emmanuel Courier and Devin with Amos and Almanza. In the 1500, Chris grabs Chariot and Laura Muir, Devin with Kipugan and Lewandowski. And then I grab the youngest of the Inga Brigston brothers and Safan Hassan, which is a risky pick. In the 5000, Devin grabs Hassan and Devin grabs Inga Brigston. So Devin's got my picks for the 1500 in the 5000, which actually might be a prettier situation to be in. Um, I've got Sagay and Mo Ahmed from Canada in the 5,000 and Chris rounds out the 5,000 with Tay and Chip Tagay. In the short hurdles events, the 100-110 hurdles, I grab Holloway and Christina Clemens. Chris has Jasmine Camacho-Quinn and Daniel Roberts and Devin goes with Kenny Harrison and Shinsuke Uzumiya. In the 400 hurdles, Chris gets away with Sydney McLaughlin, the world record holder, and Kyron McMaster. Devin, Varholm, and Bowl, great picks. Myself with the middle two picks, Rai Benjamin and Dalila Muhammad. In the 4x4, four four, Devin grabs USA on the men's side, Jamaica on the women's. Brett scoops up Bahamas on the men's side and the Canadians on the women's. And Chris with the middle picks there, the States on the women's side, and Team Germany on the men's side. Moving into the field, long jump, Tajay Gale and Tara Davis for me, Javon Harrison and Brittany Reese for Chris, and Devin takes Mihambo and Tentoglo. How the heck do you pronounce that? He's <laughs> uh, 
860. So, you know, that was, that was the Greek name that you had a hard time pronouncing already. Right. <laughs> okay. Moving to Javelin, uh, Chris grabs better and Malone, Devin with Hosong and Walcott and myself with Andrzejk and Krakowski. Pole vault, Devin gets Duplantis and Morris, myself with Kendricks and Alicia Newman, and Chris with the middle picks again takes Renault Lavin. Lavin. Can you pronounce those ones for me, Chris? You nailed them earlier. <laughs> uh, so it's Renault Lavillani and Katie Najet. There you go. Thank you. And uh, last up, the Maltese. I had uh, Damian Warner and Katarina Johnson Thompson. Chris with Kevin Mayer and Kendall Williams and Devin with Annie Kunz and Pierce LePage. That's our draft today. Thanks everyone for listening to that. And we just have a couple more things to touch on before we wrap up here. Um, first of all, uh, is there any, any reflections or names that were missed off the board today that you guys wanted to mention? Um, anything that you think is a notable, really good pick that we didn't chat about during the draft? Uh, I think we kind of covered all our bases on like possibly nailing most of the podiums on this, but with the Olympics, like it's always, you know, someone's going to come out of nowhere and surprise all of us. And I think that's just the beauty of the sport. So uh, I'm open to being wrong about uh, some of these and seeing a new star really uh, appear. Yeah, totally. I think I, we got a little taste of it watching the trials. You just see the, the heartbreak on one side and then this complete elation of a dream being realized on the other. I think that's why the, the Olympics is just something we all look forward to watching and I'm super excited. I think this year in particular with, with COVID and, and everything, I think we're all really looking forward to these athletes really putting on a show and, and uniting everybody with sport, which I mean, that's, that's what it's all about. Uh, athletes that we might've missed out on, I got to say, I'm really hoping Melissa Bishop, the, our Canadian 800 darling, I'm, I'm hoping that she rounds up into form. We saw her run 157.02 in the last Olympics and finish fourth. I would love to see her up on that podium. So many, many athletes and, and events to cheer for him. Yeah, excited. And now I think I'm going to have to be watching with one eye on the TV and one eye on this bracket. So yeah, this is going to be a lot of fun. I think we made some great picks. Um, I noticed we didn't make any picks in the 200 meters event. And that means that, um, I didn't get to express my, my, my feeling that Andre DeGrasse has a good shot to win that event. I think a better chance than he does in the hundred. So his name came, came up when we talked about the hundred, but I think Andre's, um, more fit for the 200 right now. So I just wanted to, to mention that. And then we get, um, um, some, some real excitement in the 200 from the Americans, as well yeah, there with, you're um, gonna be defensive here and have me yeah. say hey let's not forget no allows of the world champ and arian Knighton is like the next the second oh, in bolt. <laughs> those are the two names i was just going to mention really excited for those guys both really likable likable athletes as well so the, the 200 is going to be special i just wanted to mention that um tons of great athletes there's going to be uh, lots of athletes that we picked today that may not make it to the finals in their events there's going to be um a lot of a lot of good showmanship from from young athletes who are up and coming in the sport and then we've got some great athletes who are defending their uh, world championship titles their olympic titles and it's going to be a lot of fun so um nice picks today wishing both of you the very best uh, with those picks and then uh we'll settle the wager once the olympics wrap up so thanks for joining us today to um to take care of these picks that was a lot of fun um I just mentioned a lot of the notes here, but uh, another thing I wanted to mention on, uh, thanks to Chris Charlton for leaving these notes for me here, is that we do have um, eight Streamline athletes, ambassadors who are competing in the Olympic games and one of our own employees there. So we're really excited about that. Um, and then be sure to, as we mentioned before, follow Chris Chavez's content here as the Olympics roll on. He mentioned he's going to be doing some podcast coverage daily. Um, Chris, I'm going to throw it back to you right here just to, to mention that again at the end of, end of the show and mention anything else that you want to. You guys can find Chris and Sidious Meg on Twitter and Instagram, Instagram at Sidious Meg. 
Yeah, so it's exciting. Kyle Merber and I, we did the daily podcast during the um, Olympic trials and we brought on a couple guests uh, to have a little bit of like longer conversations as opposed to how limited, you know, things were with a virtual mix zone. And so this time around, we know that there might be a challenge to try and nail down some guests for shows, especially because they're, you know, on the other side of uh, the globe. And so we're going to get creative. We might bring on some surprise guests here and there, maybe a couple athletes, maybe some other, you know, personalities, uh, you know, try my best to get Malcolm Gladwell to come on even after he kicked my butt in a mile a couple weeks ago. And so uh, maybe some of your Canadian listeners will get into that. And so, uh, yeah, we'll see. We're going to get creative. We're going to have fun. And I think that's the most important part of it. Awesome. That, that Malcolm Gladwell event was awesome by the way well done <laughs> yeah i'm not i haven't lived it down yet i feel like one at least once a week someone brings it up and you know that i'm too young to be running that slow or that it's too it's so impressive that he's that fast for that old <laughs> okay lastly i mentioned it off the top but if you happen to be listening this far uh, into the podcast or watching this far into the recorded video. Um, thanks a lot for joining us today. If you are looking to be recruited for college track and field, hop on over to streamlineathletes.com. You can access your free recruitment profile and you can explore over 1700 different colleges and universities with track and cross country programs and really easily get in contact with them. If you have any questions about how that works, let us know on social media, send us an email at support at streamlineathletes.com and we will be happy to help college coaches who are interested in recruiting some of the incredible athletes using streamline athletes info at streamlineathletes.com and we can get you set up. Any final thoughts, Devin, Chris? Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for joining us, Devin. Anything from you? No, that was, that was a blast. Thanks for, for inviting me and, yeah, this was one of the first things I've done so far with the streamlined team. So what a, what a fun way to, to get started. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we love having you. And uh, thanks to our guy who's behind the scenes today that set this whole thing up, planned the draft and did all that work. That's Chris Charlton. He's one of our um, marketing specialists here at Streamline Athletes. And he, uh, he's the one who made this whole thing possible. We just got to hop on and talk. So thanks, Chris. Um, and thanks, other Chris. Thanks, Devin. Have a good one. Enjoy the Olympics and uh, we'll, uh, we'll get those wagers taken care of afterwards. Sounds good.